0: Well, I don't know how you're doing, but here on Posture Recaps, we're having the worst day ever. It's worst day ever. That 24 season two rewatch podcast. First watch for Emily Fox. I'm Josh Wigler. Emily, how's that water? Oh, (laughs) You feeling okay? Are you gonna be I able think to I podcast? Lie
1: down. It's pretty hot back here.
0: The good news is it takes twenty four hour twenty four minutes for the for the drugs to take effect. Emily. So you'll make it through the podcast this week.
1: He really housed that water he, too. Yeah, he drank like Dylan's the whole burger. Bottle.
0: Yeah, he just crushed it. Oh my God! It's the one to two p.m. hour here on Worst Day Ever, Season 2, Episode 6. You know, we've stopped short of telling you that the following podcast is recorded on this stuff, but we did a whole mess of Season 2 as a binge, folks. Emily Fox and I are coming to you from the year 2022. It's not just that you're listening to it in 2022, but we are talking first week of January. So it's been a minute. But the binge is back. The binge is back, but it's been a minute since you and I have watched and discussed 24. Did you feel like you didn't skip a beat?
1: (laughs) Very quickly, I was like, oh, right. Okay, here we are again. (laughs)
0: Um, Emily, a great great thing about uh, recording a bunch of podcasts in a a big chunk of time in like the end of November, beginning of December, and then not thinking about it for a long time as they've all been edited and scheduled to release is seeing the feedback come in. Mm -hmm. I forgot that in the episode five podcast... You just dropped a hard MF-er at I know. One point. I love it. Uh, lots of proud pe- of it. Lots of people feeling really good about it, <laughs> including Emily Fox.
1: I mean, that's how I actually talk, you guys. I clean up a little bit for these. But... It
0: is. Uh, that was one of the more authentic Emily Fox moments.
1: <laughs> swear like <laughs> a sailor. Podcast. Sorry.
0: I want to give a shout-out to my mom, who maybe doesn't know that piece of Emily too well. Uh, I don't was... know. Your
1: mom has heard me swear a bunch. She
0: definitely has. But I want to give a shout-out to my mom, who loves it when we talk about Michelle Dessler's tendrils, apparently, <laughs> (laughs) We got a great text from Deeds uh, the other day. So shout out to you and shout out to everybody else who's been along for the worst day ever journey. We're really thrilled to be back in the recording booth, Fox. This was a fun one to watch to get us back in the mode. Season two is ridiculous.
1: It really is.
0: Uh, But it's a good one because you uh, you get to really see the Jack and Nina dynamic this week. Um, One that I actually had forgotten when it was going to happen, I knew it was obviously coming, but I didn't remember when it was going to happen, was The Return of Sherry Palmer, Emily. Yes,
1: didn't see that one coming. There were a lot of twists and turns in this episode. Give me
0: five minutes, David. I'm Uh, I'm so over it. uh, Already, she just showed back up.
1: I know, but I just can't deal with the bravado. Penny
0: Johnson-Gerald is the name of the actress who plays Sherry Palmer. Uh, She and Carlos Bernard, who plays Tony Almeida, were special guest stars in season one. Full-fledged series regulars for season two. Congratulations uh, 20 years after the fact.
1: Good for them.
0: Very good for them. Put
1: that on your resume 20 years ago and... And (laughs) and shove it? I mean, I don't know know what you were going to do there. (laughs) And Uh, print it out on your old printer. (laughs)
0: And print it out and uh, save it as PDF and put in your cloud. (laughs) Um, All right. Let's talk about the 1 to 2 p.m. hour here, Emily. Uh, We begin uh where we left off did we need we we watched the previously on was that helpful for you like, it you was need, you needed to recalibrate a little bit so when
1: we do binge these things i'm always like god they're so like over the top with their uh previously ons. but if we're really
0: only like watching and recording one or two days a month yeah then it's uh, fine then i'm actually month,
1: appreciative of it
0: a month later the previously on is pretty cool
1: <laughs> yeah it's like oh i'm caught up Great. all right
0: well we're gonna try and keep this short as normal maybe we'll go a little over or under the 24 minute uh mark we know what the rhythm is going to be but we will talk about the episode without too much care for the clock regardless so we begin at ctu emily and jack bauer has at this point been authorized to be uh the the guy on point with nina myers he basically blackmailed george into this because he knows that (laughs) george George is
1: dying because he's got
0: yeah he's got the the radiation poisoning he's got 24 hours to a week to live uh, yeah. so far so not great it's starting to progress
1: yeah he's coughing a little bit
0: the progression yeah is beginning um yeah. so jack is watching nina on a monitor uh not a minotaur <laughs> it'd be crazy if he there was a monitor i just did um <laughs> And he's uh, he's watch- What is she thinking? She's sitting so quietly. Uh, George Mason comes along, and says, "Okay, the presidential pardon is here. It's coming on. Uh, we'll be we'll be ready to go once the presidential pardon's like fully locked and loaded." And Michelle Dessler, with her wispy tendrils, comes to Jack Bauer and offers Nina Myers's file. Here's the file, Jack. And Jack says, "I don't need it. <laughs> I'm not gonna need this." I
1: have the file in my mind. (laughs)
0: I've got my mind (laughs) file. I'm good. Um, meanwhile, in Oregon, at the, the David Palmer Hideaway, uh, mm-hmm. at, the, at the, the Pacific Northwest Regional Complex, if I'm remembering that right, yes. Uh, there's lots of questions about the crash of the chopper that contained the ambassador. Uh, David is promising there will be a thorough investigation. Um, what he is completely unprepared for, in addition to the fact that people just died on his watch, is that Sherry Palmer, his ex-wife, is here and it's so great because she's sitting down and you don't know who the character is right away and emily when she realizes it's sherry before she fully turns around you omitted a very significant oh no
1: (laughs) well listen there are a lot of past demons that come up in this show i think just for shock value as well as like tying in previous season stuff This is one I didn't feel like we needed to do, but whatever. It's Uh,
0: fine. She stands up and she goes, hello, David. I know. It's Uh, just so much. And he's about as upset as Emily is. Uh, He goes, what are you doing here? Well, we were married for many years, David, and people respect that, even if you don't. She needs five minutes. She has something that she wants to talk to him about, about his administration, but he doesn't want to hear it. Uh, he, he doesn't want to see her anymore. He doesn't have anymore. time for
1: it. He has he, to deal with this nuclear bomb situation. He
0: told her at the end of season one, Emily says, I never want to see you again. And I mean, so, that's
1: impossible when you have kids. She's Sorry. violating <laughs> his
0: wishes. Uh, <laughs> and so she says, uh, well, what about this evacuation of military personnel out of Los Angeles? What? He goes, uh, what are you talking about? She says, five minutes, David. I
1: can't keep going.
0: Uh, and so he says, wait here. I'll call you Uh, and uh, uh, David Palmer's number one cookie snack. Lynn Kresge says this is new to me. I did not hear anything about this. uh, This military evacuation. You were explicit. You did not want this to happen. So I'm going to check in check in on this for you, David. Uh, So Lynn Kresge on the case. Meanwhile, (laughs) at 106 uh, at the Warner house, uh, Tony Almeida continues to grill Reza. He looks
1: a little sweaty.
0: We sent Tony Almeida in. This he's must be sweat- a hot day because everyone's sweating. He's not sweating the hardest of people on this no, show. We definitely We could power not. rank how sweaty people get in this uh, specific episode of 24. Uh, Tony's grilling Reza. He was brought in here to end the bad storyline. It's not ending fast enough, Emily, unfortunately. I know. I know. Uh, he's done better. He's been more efficient in the past with this kind of thing. Uh, Reza's basically saying... I grew up in London, I marry, I'm marrying an American girl, a Protestant, <laughs> so if you're going to racially profile me, get it right. And then Tony Almeida uh, says, you ever hear of the Fensbury Park Mosque? It's the main recruitment center for Islamic terrorists. Their main targets are European Muslims with Western education.
1: You're talking like as slow as London. I don't understand.
0: <laughs> Do you know where it's located? <laughs> Your hometown, London. So tell me, Reza, how's my racial profiling going now?
1: Which you're like, ah. Uh, <laughs> like, you're t- still doing it.
0: Tony, I love you, guy, but ah. Yeah,
1: this doesn't absolve ah, anybody of anything. This is just doubles down on ah. it. Yeah, not good.
0: Yeah, I think Reza's response here, she be like, well, I think you're still being a racist. Yeah. Uh, and Reza says, I want my lawyer. And Tony responds by saying, no. <laughs> Very, 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 very classically delivered. No.
1: Yeah, anyway.
0: Uh, back to the peak whispering of Tony Almeida. Okay, so David Palmer is going to talk to Lynn. He's going to talk to Roger. They want to investigate what happened to the ambassador. There is the unsavory possibility, Emily, that we did it, that we blew up the ambassador. None of us really wanted to trade information with him, and some people re- probably really didn't want us to do it. So they want to get an independent investigator to to look into the situation. Yikes. The Um, things
1: we don't know behind closed doors.
0: So at 108 uh, and 40 seconds at CTU, George Mason is coughing up a storm, uh, and he tells Jack... Listen, the last time I let you interrogate someone, you shot them in the heart. So please, I hope I'm not making a mistake here.
1: He's like, don't worry about it.
0: Don't worry. I'll shoot her in the brain. (laughs) Uh, So Jack goes into the interrogation room now that they've got the pardon. And she doesn't break. To her credit, she's very stoic right Well, she has to
1: be. She's like the ultimate traitor. She's worse than a traitor.
0: Yeah. You're worse than a trader. You don't believe in anything. You'd sell out to the highest bidder. Stop wasting my time. I think we met a real estate agent like that one. Uh, I definitely know that we did. Uh, she's trying to be business oriented about this. Let's keep it simple. We gotta go to Vesalia. She's trying to give Jack no read that she's, you know, seeing him for the first time since everything went down.
1: Meanwhile, I'm quietly googling what Vesalia is. Uh, like, is it's not a made up place?
0: It's a place in California, at least within the context of twenty four. It it's, made
1: me think of Genuvia or Genovia, it, where uh, you know, Anne Hathaway's Princess uh, Diaries takes place. <laughs> Okay. And not a not real place.
0: Uh, you want to try that again? Should you rephrase it? Do you feel good about how it all came out? <laughs> Listen, uh,
1: you know what I'm saying. I get it. The I Princess do. Diaries uh, in a fake country. I was like, Visalia, he's, right next to Genovia.
0: He's going to say, oh, did you just pick Vesalia because it's outside of the blast radius? Because they are going to need to take an airplane to get to this place. You
1: know that someone drew a radius in like the writer's room and was like, this conceivably is where it would stop. So, uh, you know, picture conceivably
0: poison. outside of the radius. Uh, so... Uh, He gets mad at her. Uh, He flips over the table, and he uh, slams her into the wall. This is after she does the whole you're just going to follow my lead, Jack. If you take hands on me, you're going to be removed from the case. And so he does not like it when she says, you'll just have to follow my lead. He flips the table, pushes her against the wall, lifts her up by the throat, and he promises he will hurt her and no one will be able to stop him. And then people do show up and stop him. And she's gasping for air, and she looks very, very scared. And when he leaves the room, George is like, okay, you're off. You're off the case. Uh, And He goes, what? No, it worked. And George's like, excuse me? You just assaulted this woman. And Jack's like, yeah, I know. That was the plan. The plan was to assault her, make her feel like I'll totally assault her and like kill her. And my need for revenge is yeah, more important. Yeah, let me do
1: it again. Don't come in
0: and interrupt me this time. Yeah, look at me. No emotion. Look at her. She's so emotional. Uh, so here's what I need you to do. Raise the thermostat 10 degrees and give me five minutes.
1: To which I said to Josh, at one of my old jobs, the office manager raised the thermostat when we got audited once so that the auditor would leave fast. <laughs> this
0: must be a tactic that I never really considered was a real thing. It's like, let's turn up the heat. I, I mean, guess that's keeps, why they say, let's turn up the heat. It
1: keeps me out of your podcasting area sometimes because you always blast the heat in here. I
0: do blast the heat. There it, is
1: a draft. It's be fair.
0: cold. It's January, Emily. All right. At 117, <laughs> almost 118 at the Warner house, Kate's like, hey, Marie, do you want to think about canceling the wedding? And Marie says no, and get your own life, Kate. You awful sister. Stop looking at my parachute shirt. <laughs> uh, yeah, her parachute shirt is getting distracting. Uh, so we <laughs> we do hear a little bit more about their background. That Kate really like dropped out of school to take care of Marie Seems when mom awfully,
1: died. You know, sort of classic cliche. Yeah, but they had a lot of money. Mom so died like, a
0: long time ago. Yeah. Get your own
1: life, Kate.
0: <laughs> yeah, Emily, you did say it looks like they had enough money to hire a nanny. <laughs> They have a nice house. They do. Um, Yeah. So
1: Maybe it, Kate could have like popped in a little bit more frequently, but she didn't have to give up her whole life for this.
0: So it's almost 20 minutes past the hour when we finally check in with Kim and Miguel. Uh, I think it's because all those stairs took so long to climb. No, mentally. I think it's
1: because the plot line's such trash.
0: And they're like, oh, shit. OK, I guess we got to start writing the Kim and yeah, Miguel. Someone,
1: and... Someone's like quietly lacing up the ends of this storyline.
0: Basically, the point in this part of it is that Gary's trying to use his cell phone, and he's constantly being told by the doctors and nurses you can't use your cell phone here and he's like
1: but why put it on airplane mode um, this is a hospital
0: so jack then walks into the interrogation room and immediately just gets back into it he pulls out his gun and shoots twice at nina uh, just past her head who is the man in Vesalia? Uh, and she says, it's Mahmood Faheen. This is not news. They've got this name already, but she knows where he is. And she's not going to give up the location until they get there because the pardon is not really useful, Emily, if she's dead. She says, my deal's no good if I'm dead and there's no reason for you to need me if, uh, if you know where he is. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jack's like, okay, that is a fair point. Um, meanwhile, David Palmer learns that this evacuation of the military from Los Angeles has been ordered by uh, Harris Ulan, Roger Stanton, friends of yours. <laughs> uh, I just finished watching Ozark recently, and he has a great role on Ozark, uh, Harris Eulin. Great right. to see him working more these days. Um, so he's like, I thought, that you, I thought this was your plan. Eric Rayburn said, oh, my God, I should have double-checked this with you, David. Oof. Oof.
1: Well. He seems remorseful, which is, you know, a positive. Does he? All right. I don't know. Uh, I mean, the way that uh, Sherry's talking about people being against David.
0: Ah. You know, I try not to spoil things, but uh, is he sus? Perhaps he's a little sus. It's possible. Um, At the hospital, this one nurse hates Gary, by the way. This one nurse is like, I keep telling you not to use your phone. Uh, and well, so he,
1: wouldn't every nurse hate this guy he's a potential abuser like they haven't ruled him out completely yeah he's being really erratic and crazy he has a band-aid on his temple and you're trying to prove that he's not the abuser he definitely is generally
0: abuser. speaking emily you
1: cannot trust someone with a band-aid on their temple also being a jerk to a nurse is just bad business oh
0: yeah especially now yeah but even in 2002 2002 <laughs> wow look at this 2000 tool <laughs> uh you're a 2000 that's, that's miguel and, you're a 2020 <laughs> tool if you're bad to a nurse now but you were yeah. a 2000 and tool if you were gary Matheson, oh, he no. wants to get megan out of the hospital but he gets a phone call uh someone who needs some information from him yeah it's uh trent williams an accounting receivable uh and he is uh actually miguel this is all a ploy so that Kim can sneak into Megan's hospital room. This
1: makes no sense to me. This is stupid. You should just let the blast happen. You know, see,
0: <laughs> just let the blast happen. Feasibly,
1: like everyone's gonna die anyway, yeah. so just like get out.
0: All right, so we're halfway it's through so the stupid. episode. It's so stupid. You're
1: wasting time being in this little hospital, running around. Trying Kim to get
0: takes Megan. Out. Gary wonders where Megan is. The nurse Gary's hates the Gary. Worst. Yeah. Uh, we cut to commercial, and it's you know a four minute process for this commercial break. And Kim and Megan are still walking down the stairs. These stairs, very difficult terrain. Um, at CTU, they are gearing up for this trip to Vesalia. They've got uh, this dude, Ed, who's a CCU agent, who's going to be joining along for the ride, is basically Jack Bauer's babysitter uh jack tells george mason after he hears him hacking up a lung you should go home be with your family and george says you should get on a plane
1: at least switch into sweats if you're gonna stick around
0: Switch into sweats like
1: don't you want to be comfortable while you're dying and not wear a suit
0: i think probably even
1: if you're still on the job
0: i think so and
1: like i think everyone would be cool with it like half of ctu still blasted open on the side all right we're 17 minutes in we're getting
0: close and we only are at 135 sherry palmer sherry palmer chilling in an eames chair uh basically say give me a, if you're not going to give me a second chance at your heart david oh, let me know line. let me help you in the ways you know i can
1: <laughs> who the hell says that uh
0: he he decides i get a
1: second chance at your heart josh
0: he decides okay. uh you know what uh i will accept your help there's a nuclear bomb she goes but
1: i won't accept your
0: heart yeah i will accept your help there's a nuclear bomb and she goes shit uh, but no, <laughs> she will She will stick around to help. Um, at the Warner house, uh, hey, it's Ray's parents. Ooh.
1: Well, here's the thing that's really stupid about this is Kate should just play dumb. Yeah. And instead she's like, yeah, your son's been yeah, arrested for a suspected terrorist yeah, they activities. Yeah, think he's a terrorist. Uh, versus like you know what the government just showed up here they're interrogating him it's pretty wild hopefully this just like is something that you know is a misunderstanding here let's get some coffee together yeah right that is the move you make raises
0: parents though are are great here uh you know as true then as it is now your country talks about tolerance and freedom but you treat every middle eastern like he's a terrorist like they're pissed yeah, rightfully so. Uh, they're furious about the way that this is going down. Uh, Bob Warner, to his credit, is like, I don't love this either. But perhaps. I have no
1: idea what's going I, on. Well, I'm <laughs> just touching my goatee over I got, here.
0: I got no clue what's happening. I don't know what's going on. Yikes. Um, meanwhile, at the hospital, they're trying to get out with Megan and not get caught. So Miguel has the bright idea well, I'll steal a computer monitor. I'm going to steal a computer monitor so stupid and have them chase me. And then you can just walk out of here. Yeah.
1: And I'll get me in the parking lot.
0: If I'm not there, that means they caught me. Yeah.
1: And I'll definitely get away. Like, first of all, none of this makes any sense. The smart thing to do would to be like, be like, help. I've been shot or yeah. something like that. They shot me
0: right in the arm. Yeah. How yeah. would you, uh, so they do Ugh. leave Kim and Megan are able to leave. Miguel, what a jerk. He throws the computer monitor in the dumpster in the goddamn trash Gary watches all of this from outside the talk window. Talk about
1: swearing! You're really ripping them today. Uh,
0: he watches them from outside the window. I didn't drop the hard MF for Fox, so that's on you. Uh, all Proud right, of so,
1: my my contribution.
0: Uh, so with 13 minutes still to go in the episode, uh, they're in the truck, uh, the CTU truck, and this guy Ed, he's just sweating up a storm. Uh, Nina says, "Hey Ed, how you doing?" He goes, "Don't talk to me, Nina. I'm I'm not I'm not your friend anymore. You're a traitor." Uh, she says, oh, well, you're here because you're supposed to make sure that Jack doesn't kill me, but you're not going to be able to stop him. No offense, Ed. You're no match for Jack. Uh, she's basically trying to play head she's games with Jack. She's just
1: manipulating, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, Jack wants to kill me, and some part of him has to know that if he does that, he goes to jail. But another part of him has to feel like, oh, that's worth it. She killed my wife. But another part of him has to know that if he goes to jail, then Kim loses both of her parents. You need to cool it, Jack. Kim needs you. And Jack's like, oh, I'm not going to talk to you right now. Oh, God, you're talking like a lot of truth. There's a lot of truth in all of this. This is the thing. And I really, really, really love the Nina and Jack dynamic now that Nina's unmasked. Yeah, Emily, yeah, 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 is She's ruthless. It's a totally different character.
1: I mean, it is really fun because it feels like we flipped a switch and she's just not afraid Horrible. to weaponize literally everything she knows about everyone. Yeah. You know, she's like in her element right here.
0: Yes. And uh, it's fun. It's really, really, really great.
1: But it's also like, oh man, what is she going to do next?
0: Yeah. Well, I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Um, at the Warner house. House. Uh, Tony is still trying to just end the story, and it's not ending fast enough. Uh, Maybe he
1: should yell instead of whisper. And
0: then he see. Well, enough. he is starting to yell. He is. Enough. Friends of mine died, uh, and so, I'm so upset he sees Ray's parents outside. He's like, "All right, Ray, I'm gonna put you in handcuffs and walk you out in front of them, and that's gonna be really embarrassing. <laughs> so this is your last chance to which tell me something."
1: I love is like the thing that breaks him. Yeah,
0: Ray's like, "No, not my in front of mom and dad."
1: So yeah, my like, mom's gonna be so mad. Especially when you can see them right outside the window, yeah. which means they can see you.
0: Yes. CTU, uh, uh-huh. and so uh, raises says, "Listen, okay, I've been covering something up. I've confirmed the transfers, but I didn't make them. I was covering the records because I didn't want him to get in trouble." Who? Bob Warner, Christian Shepherd himself, Emily. Woo. You gasped. You had a huge gasp. This was a shock to you.
1: But I love it.
0: Yeah, it's a good twist. It's a
1: very good twist. Uh,
0: complicates the situation a little bit more. So we like. Who's
1: that. paying for this wedding?
0: Um, at the hospital parking lot, <laughs> Megan, with her signature line, "I don't feel very well," like, uh, Shut she up, sits Megan. down. Gary shows up and starts trying to hit Kim, but here comes Miguel, who engages in fisticuffs cuffs with Gary, or should I say, kickty cuffs. Because uh, Gary punches Miguel in the face and Miguel roundhouse kicks Gary in response and then kicks him square in the chest like he's a putty from Power Rangers. Let me it tell you. It seems to work. He kicks him into a car and Gary wipes out <laughs> like, a, like a little bee.
1: Truly the fight scene no one asked for, and I'm actually kind of glad I was gifted.
0: Miguel with that really powerful leg, Emily. And Uh, in a
1: leather jacket, no less.
0: Who knew there was so much power in that one leg? Uh, Not only
1: can he steal screen monitors or pretend to be counts receivable, he's also... A master taekwondo artist.
0: Uh, This this coming while we, uh, this podcast dropping on the same day as the final episode of the daily Cobra Kai season four (laughs) podcast, Kismet. We love this. Yes, we do. Uh, so Kim, as if she has not already made enough Kim's questionable met. choices, she says, "Let's st- let's steal his car keys." So they're going to steal Gary's car,
1: which of course means that Gary's going to like wake up and like stop them.
0: By the way, Megan sees all of this go down, and even though all of this is very bad, she doesn't seem to love watching her dad get knocked out with well, who martial would? arts. Who would?
1: Uh, She's got a concussion. She uh, should be in bed still, getting fluids.
0: All right, we've got thirty seconds. At the at the Warner House, uh, Bob is uh, being called into the principal's office. Principal Almeida would like a word. Yes. Everyone's really upset about this. Reza and uh, and Kate have a big uh, exchange uh, of the eyes. It looks pretty uh, of, like, pretty gnarly see. there. Uh, meanwhile, in the truck, Ed, who's been drinking water this whole time because it's really hot in the truck, he passes, passes out, out because Jack poisoned him, and he smiles he at Nina. I don't he poisoned him.
1: He just sedated he him.
0: He drugged him. I think a sedation feels enough like a poisoning. Oh, my God. We're at the 24-minute mark. Should we just Woo. call the podcast here? Yeah. All right. We'll be back next week. We're back. Bye. Bye.